Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Mostly Nerdy Nonsense with Jim and Zane, where what we talk about is in our name. I'm your host, Zane. And I'm, of course, Jim. Uh, this is going to be a much more normal episode. We have a bunch of things to talk about, a bunch of announcements and whatnot from this weekend. Um, so we're going to talk about some shows we watched. We had, what, we had D23... That's really just it. D23 was the big one, but I mean, that's Marvel, that's Star Wars, that's video games, that's... And then we had a couple other releases as well that we have watched. So yeah, yeah. So we can kind of start there. Do you want to start with Rings of Power? We can. I'm going to be honest, it's hard to come down off of all that Morbin we just did. Yeah, we did do some Morbin just A little behind now. the curtain, we were recording back-to-back here. <laughs> yeah. The Morbin has, has happened, and it's, uh, it's a little tough to get off of. But now we can just talk about stuff we like watching. Yeah, no, Rings of Power was great. Rings of Power is super dope. I don't know that I quite follow it yet, because, I mean, we've only watched two of the three that are out, but, like, I'm really enjoying everything they're doing. Episode three was good, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, I only saw it the one time, and it was super late at night. I gotcha. So I don't remember it super well. Um, but no, like, if what you're reading online is, uh, they're destroying the, regu- the, the legacy, the <laughs> legacy of, uh, of Lord of the Rings... It's not worth watching. That's a, that's a bad take. It's a bad take. I agree with you because, honestly, the show's pretty good. I think it's just as good as the, just as entertaining as the movie so far. Not to put Mark on a, on, a, <laughs> on, on uh, not to put a, a target on his back online or anything, but, <laughs> but uh, Mark told me that he thinks that, and I, I agree with him, so you can put oh, that target yeah, on my yeah, back yeah. as well. I, I know what you're talking about. He thinks that uh, this Rings of Power show feels more like the uh, the original trilogy... Than The Hobbit did. Than The Hobbit did. I and, don't necessarily yeah. disagree either. Yeah, I definitely... I would agree with that. And I like The Hobbit movies. I really do. I think they're fun. I think they're well made. But this feels more Lord of the Rings than that did. You can definitely see the budget. Oh my god, yeah, dude. I mean, I mean they, they a billion well. dollars for eight episodes of TV. They use it very well. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Some of the best stuff we've seen on TV to date ever. It's almost like, because I watched episode one of House of Dragons before I watched this. Yeah. And you can, like, it's hard to compare the two because, like, I saw a meme that was comparing um, the head of the House Targaryen's uh, throne for watching the... Um, not the Gladiator games. The Jousting games. Oh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, in episode one of uh, House of Dragon compared to uh, whatever the dude was who was watching it in, in Game of Thrones. And they're like, oh, man, like, I didn't realize how poor he was until I saw House of Dragons. And I'm kind of like, I didn't realize how poor House of Dragons was until I saw Rings of Power. Like, yeah. holy yeah. shit. No, Rings of Power is very, very well made. I'm enjoying the characters. I think the plot lines are very cool. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to more of it. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I don't see a whole lot of the complaints that I see online that are just like, they make the broad claims where like, every male character in the show is either misogynistic or an idiot, and it's like, not, no, like not at all, really, at all. Most of the people complaining about the show are the people that complain about everything, the people that are so like, wrapped up in their own bullshit that they can't like, enjoy things. Or, like, people that just have, like, these preconceived notions that anything with people of color or women in it is just worse by default because of it. Like, well, and, and so, like, that's what, like, I've, I've, apparently recently Amazon shut off um, user uh, reviews yeah. on Rings of Power. 
And a lot of people are like, oh, look, the show's so bad that they're shutting off reviews for it. And it's like, well, not to, like, defend a corporate entity, but... Yeah, I never want to praise a corporation, but... but... they're doing that because literally thousands upon thousands of people who haven't watched the show are review, are review bombing, bombing it. it because they think that it's going to be bad or they think that they're ruining the franchise or whatever. And, it, like, it's, it's a real thing that's happening. Oh, yeah. No, it's not, like... I don't know. People just get way too bent out of shape about stuff like that. The show is good. Like, it, it's really that simple. The show is beautifully made, wonderfully written, just very engaging to take in, which, from Lord of the Rings, is, is very hit and miss for me because I think those movies are a touch long and there's a lot of walking that happens. And I know that's a stupid thing to say because that's what they're about, but I think sometimes they can get a little hard to watch just in, like, their their lack of... Or not their lack of their length, like lack of so much not happening in between things that are yeah yeah. Um, Whereas the show feels like there's much more of like a snappy pace to it. Yeah, there's a little. It helps that we're running like I think what three storylines all in episodes that'll probably conglomerate as the well season moves forward. So that's another criticism that I not that we're going to talk about House of Dragons right now because you didn't see it and I don't really feel like talking about it but (laughs) that's another criticism that I gave to that show is I think that even Rings of Power feels more like Game of Thrones than House of Dragons does because because Rings of Power is juggling multiple storylines that I there's one that I care about less than the others but like it's doing that fairly well where as House of Dragons right now is pretty much just one solid storyline yeah. about one major group of characters, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's really all I have about Rings of Power. I'm not like I don't even like know the oh, characters' names very well. I remember. Well yet, I remember but... what I was gonna say. Um, so I did see episode three. Okay. Did you see Castlevania? Any of Castlevania? No. You should first of all. <laughs> Season one is four episodes long. It's a very quick watch. Okay. And if that doesn't drag you into the story, then leave it at that. But I think it will. Um, but the two main, two of the, two of the three main characters in that, um, Belmont and Sypha, who Mm -hmm. is, uh, like a female, uh, mage. Yeah. They give me very similar vibes to, uh, Galadriel and Halbrand, I think his name is. Yeah, okay. Very similar character dynamics there going on. Gotcha. No, yeah, Rings of Power, I would recommend it. Like, yeah. I would, too. I think it's super cool so far. If you're thinking, like, reading all the things online where it's like, it's dog shit, it's not worth watching, don't even hate watch it, it's like, don't hate watch it, like, it's worth a watch. So this is almost to double back on my last comment about, like, Lord of the Rings being, like, slow movies, which they are, but, like, people complaining that the show is kind of a slow burn, no shit, it's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, for real. And... I would argue that it's not. It, I don't think it really is. Either. I think maybe <laughs> like, the, the first episode feels a little slow, but that's because there's there's so much to tell the audience. They're also goddamn 65, 70 minute episodes. That is true too. They're full movies on their own. <laughs> it's not even like if if all the episodes are going to be that long, it's hard to call it a show. As much as like a, a conglomerate of yeah. a conglomerate of six movies, yeah, or eight movies, yeah. I, I like it. Uh, what other show do we have to talk about? She-Hulk? Yeah. We are four episodes. We are halfway through She-Hulk. I'm enjoying it. I really am. I think the show gets better with every episode. So, I've heard that they had they, they did some shuffling of episodes. I've also heard this. 
I think that maybe perhaps the show's suffering from that a little bit. Where now that we're in like episode four and we know what the show is and it's like landing the way that it should, I feel like maybe if it had just played out in its original editing plan, those first couple episodes might have hit a little harder. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I didn't like the first two episodes, but three and four are much better episodes than one and two, I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree or disagree with that. I I think that the the three and four are the better two so far. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think that's the case. I think that episode one is necessary just for like setting up what's going on, but it could have waited. And then episode two feels rushed and out of place because of it. What was episode two all about? Episode two is like her first getting back, like the start of the superhuman law division. Okay, yeah. It just, and Titania happens at the end of the episode, and then they have really yet to follow up on that. I thought that happened at the episode, end of episode one. I guess it was end of episode the one, Titania. beginning of episode two. Like They keep mentioning her every episode. Yeah, but there's not really been a whole lot of follow up. They're, they're like, it's getting there, but I just, I don't, I don't know yet. Um, but I like... I actually really liked Madison. I thought that shit was hilarious. She was so funny. Like, like... When they first introduced her, I was like, oh, this is kind of like a hokey character. And then when they brought her back and she just kept doing the exact same thing, <laughs> I was like, no, this is kind of funny. No, this is really funny. <laughs> and her and Wong, love it. Those two are so funny in, like, scenes together. Because he's just very solemn and, like, stoic. You want to get fro, yo? <laughs> no. We can talk about the Sopranos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but we've had Wong in the last two episodes. And that dude's fantastic. I mean, Benedict Wong so, is amazing. I've heard this on other podcasts, but this is kind of Phase Wong. You're right. You're he's absolutely been a lot. right. I am also kind of convinced he's going to be a part of the Thunderbolts. I mean, we'll get there, but yeah, I agree. Just just based on like the stuff with Blonsky. I feel like there's kind of no way that he isn't. At least mildly involved. I don't. If if he's not a member, he is involved. Yeah, like for sure. But no, it's like, um, and uh, Emil Blonsky, the Abomination being back from the Incredible Hulk is really, really cool. Um, he's very weird, though. Like, he's like a cult leader-ish. Like, he's got, like, yeah, he's got like the seven soulmates that follow him everywhere. He's got a plot <laughs> of land in... Montana? No. Maybe. Something Cal- like that. It's one California, of... somewhere. Yeah. Oregon, who knows. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I definitely don't believe much of his story, if I'm being honest. Oh, see, I, I, I kind of think he's pretty serious about it. I kind of do, but I don't believe that he's just going to go out there and exist and not do any abomination-y type things. Like, I definitely, yeah, think, yeah, I definitely think for the right amount of money or convincing, he's going to yeah. do some shit, for sure. Yeah, that's that's fair. Maybe more like a mercenary aspect, mm-hmm. I guess, like a reluctant mercenary, yeah. but I, I, I'm still down to see that. Absolutely, yeah. But, so kind of like the whole thing in she, or She-Hulk is that, like, Jen is put in, in the superhuman law division as the She-Hulk. So, like, the She-Hulk is the lawyer just as much as Jen. Um, and her first case is the parole of Emil Blonsky, for those of you that haven't watched it or maybe aren't going to for one reason or another. Yeah, and, I mean, that was, that was all fun. Um, I really liked... Uh, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say a specific thing I like about the show, I guess. 
I really I, I enjoy, I enjoy I think, it. I, I don't think it takes itself too seriously. No, I think it does. And that's the why opposite. That's, I, I don't think it takes itself seriously at all. And that's why I like it. Yeah, it's very much a comedy. It's a it's a, it's a show about people at their job, which just happens to be like a law thing. So like you get like legal jargon occasionally. Like it's just kind of snappy sitcom writing, just with a superhero. So here's a question for you. Yeah. I, I heard this proposed somewhere else. So, when, in the newest episode, she makes a, the She-Hulk dating profile, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and she meets up with a hot doctor. <laughs> and they, they go back to her house, and they, they doink. Yeah. And then in the morning... She's, she's Jen. Her, she's Jen. And they play him off to be, like, an asshole. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, and then, like, leaves. Mm-hmm. Do you think she catfished him? In that, like, is he in the right in that scenario to be like... You're not the person that I went out with last <laughs> night. Like, I'm out of here. I don't know, actually. Because, like, and, and that's well, the thing. is like, I don't think that, like, Tatiana Maslany is, like, on a... Like, I think she's attractive. Regar- sure, yeah. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't... So, like, like, I wouldn't be disappointed to, like, wake up next to that in the morning, I guess. <laughs> but you know this dude, I mean? like, was. But, he, yeah, he was, like, he was, like, that is not what I signed up for. Yeah. No, that but, part but, was weird. I didn't... But to justify him in any sort of manner, like, did she catfish him? Maybe a little bit. Like, kind of, right? It's only kind of ironic because the episode before that, there's a legal case over catfishing. Yeah. The, the Megan That's Stallion true. thing. That's true. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's so, funny as hell. Yeah, so, like, there's this dude who thinks he's dating Megan the Stallion, but it's what, a light elf from Asgard who can shapeshift. Yeah, like an old woman. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> who has convinced him that she's Megan the Stallion, so he's suing this person. And the lawyer who is on Jen's team is played... That's defending this guy. Is played by Adrian Chase from Arrow from many years ago. Yeah. Or a few years ago. Wait, Adrian Chase, that's the... Uh... The vigilante. Yeah, that's the vigilante. Yeah. Damn, alright, word. Did you watch that scene that I sent you? Because if, if you didn't, we're watching it as soon as we're done Probably. recording. Probably. It's been a while. I don't... I dropped Arrow after a while. I don't remember he all of it. He is the best... I thing. knew he was in it. Oh, dude. Dude, he... <laughs> I won't even go into it. I don't it. want to talk about the error. I, I won't even go into it. I'm glad. But he, he was, I would say, like, season one, season two, season two with Deathstroke, Deathstroke. Yeah. Probably the best season. Season three, season four, pretty mid. He was the best thing since season two. Okay, we're... For sure. <clears throat> but that's why, that's, <laughs> well, and that's why a lot of uh, DC fans were kind of disappointed with, like, the dorky version oh, of, yeah. of Vigilante that was on uh, Peacemaker because... His version of Vigilante that was on Arrow was so badass. Yeah. Um, but back to She-Hulk. Yes. Uh, the other thing we get in episode three is the Wrecking Crew, which I thought was... It's very much not comic book accurate, but it was very funny. They looked very goofy, but the joke that she made about it, like, sealed it all for me. Where yeah. she was literally like... Did you guys rob an Asgardian construction crew? And they're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and so they're trying like, to oh. <laughs> they're trying to get her blood for some reason for um, their for their for the for boss. Their boss for the boss who do we think boss is? who's the boss um handful of uh, candidates we got our broker okay uh the leader the leader yeah um uh, Valentina Dick yeah Valentina Tessa. um maybe Blonsky. Maybe Blonsky. Yeah, there's there's quite a few people. What about could Kingpin? Be. Kingpin, that was another that was another big guess because we know Daredevil's going to show up in the show. I think Daredevil shows up this week. 
That'll be cool. That'll be yeah. I'm I'm excited for more Matt Murdock. I'm kind of a late in the in the game Daredevil fan, but like now I'm all about it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I want to say it was like episode one or two where she was like, "Listen, this show is not just going to be a cameo fest, all right? <laughs> this is my show, but." There are kind of cameos in every episode. Polanski and Wong. I guess Wong's in here a lot. There's only that. And then literally this week she was like, yeah, we got Wong again. And gives the show Twitter (laughs) armor for a week. (laughs) (laughs) I I am digging the fourth wall breaking. I am really enjoying the fourth wall breaking. I love that the show is talking about itself. It didn't play that well. And that's that's what I was going to say that I think that, like, the editing change might have, like heard it a little bit because I didn't think the fourth wall breaking played that well in the first episode. In the first episode. I agree with you. But I think since then it has played so much yep, better. I completely agree. Um, how disappointed were you to find out that that poster said Donnie Blaze, not Johnny Blaze? Ungodly upset about it, to be honest with you. That character was so goddamn annoying too. Yeah. To be one letter off from Ghost Rider, like and come just be a mess. On. Just so, so do we think uh, Madison is that like a throwaway gag or is she going to come back as like Mephisto? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it would be hard to explain in an Avengers level movie this, this drunk bitch rolling up and then acting drunk and then transforming into a literal <laughs> demon and having She-Hulk be like I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> like it wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. But the groundwork has Man, been I laid. Don't I don't disagree with you. There's definitely enough there that they could do some bullshit like that. I don't see it happening. I mean, I wasn't thinking Mephisto. I was thinking even with just in the confines of the show. Like, yeah. is she just cool chilling with Wong, or like is she a double agent and that's why she's chilling with Wong? I want to know where in the timeline this is set. Like, is this post Multiverse of Madness? Well, we know it's post Shang Chi, but. Multiverse of Madness, I couldn't tell you. I guess we'll kind of figure that out as it goes. I mean... I think I'm just really Doctor Strange still isn't the Sorcerer Supreme, right? No, it's still I don't Wong. think so. I think it's still Wong. So yeah, the only way you lose that is by dying. It's, it's kind of up in the air, I guess. So I don't know. I mean... I wouldn't be upset either way. Like, I do like Wong as the Sorcerer Supreme. Absolutely. So. I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the show. I get some of people's complaints about it, but I think most of it is just people bitching because they can bitch about it, you know? The twerk scene didn't was need, so funny. Didn't need to exist. It's so funny, though. I guess. It's definitely worth it. It's so funny. <laughs> Why? Why is it funny? Just, like, think about the pop culture of this. She is one of the most famous musicians alive right now. And she went into a 30-minute episode of She-Hulk for that to be one of the things she does. Of She-Hulk. Jim, think about what we're talking about here. I guess. I think that I think I think it's funny. I don't know that it's necessarily like means anything to it doesn't mean shit for the show. It's just funny that they did that. So not that this is my point of view, but I have heard the complaint online where, like, people say, like, she makes claims multiple times where she's, like, upset about men objectifying her, and then in a post credit scene, Megan Thee Stallion is literally slapping her ass while she's twerking 
for the camera. I don't know, man. I just think like, just that, that's, I, I think that's, people are getting I, really getting yeah, bent out of shape I about think, nothing. I agree that that's like a little. That's a little reaching, but it's like you didn't need to show She-Hulk twerking on camera. That's a little much by anyone's standards, in my opinion, for one reason or another. But ultimately, I don't yeah. care because I do enjoy the show. But I think I think uh, Tatiana Maslany is fantastic. Oh yeah, she, she's killing. It. I'm very excited to see her interact with Avengers in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I agree, and I'm I'm excited to see her CGI model improve. Yeah, because I mean they like she looks a little goofy in sequences. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. It's a sitcom budget. Yeah, exactly. Like it for the budget they're working with for the time frame. I know that like there's a big thing going on with like the CGI special effects houses right now too. Like with just pay and not having enough of it. Like strikes and shit. Almost like it's definitely getting there, but it's not happening yet. Weird. Um, no, yeah, I could definitely see her in an Avengers-level movie looking a Absolutely. little more, like, detailed and shiny and veiny and yeah. whatever. That, and I, I really do think that they're working their way toward another Hulk project. Like, I think World War Hulk is, like, imminent. Oh, yeah, that's definitely going on in the background. But, yeah. We haven't seen much of it in the... In the last, last episode, but it definitely feels like that's where it's headed. And if we don't get any follow up to that, like I'm gonna be pretty pissed. There's gotta be something. Yeah. Yeah. For so sure. one thing I've heard people talking about a lot is the West Coast Avengers, and like she is always a member of them. Um, she was in the most recent um, run of Damage Control. Yeah, she's on the cover. We both picked up. Yeah. yeah. And I could definitely see them at some point maybe doing like a Damage Control. Series like yeah. like sort of like they did how like Defenders mm. like a higher budget only like four episodes yeah. special event sort of especially because they were getting a Wonder Man series that's been sort of confirmed or sort everything of, but yeah. confirmed yeah um, we're getting a Wonder Man series he's a member of that I'm pretty sure that Vision has been on and off of the West Coast Avengers and we have a Vision out just roaming around right now I mean hold on. <laughs> Excuse the bag noises, but I can pull out the, the damage control. Yeah, it's her and Quicksilver and Moon Knight and mm. Nightcrawler and Ghost Rider. Yeah, which would all be cool characters to see. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, one thing I've heard a lot. Wait, no, I stop ruffling plastic bags here. <laughs> um, one thing I've heard a lot is uh, the idea that this show is really introducing the concept of inhibitor collars and inhibitor chips yeah. and that sort of thing mm-hmm. where like where X-Men are on the horizon and that's going to be a huge problem going forward with them yeah, like we're really true. introducing that technology where we can disable like someone's powers, powers yeah. right now which I think is mm-hmm. kind of like really interesting I thought it was also <clears throat> to your point where you think Blonsky is being sincere I thought it was really interesting when he was like oh yeah I'm in this power dampening chamber and he's like let me show you and just hulks yeah. out and Basically breaks the whole thing and yeah. the whole the the parole staff or whatever they were were freaking out. But he's like, no, no, like this is what I'm trying to show you. Like he's like that I I, I could have done this at, choosing to stay in here. Yeah, like, I'm supermaning this shit. I could have done this at any time. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, another speaking of X Men and like references and shit, they have like a direct Wolverine Easter egg in that one episode. She's like uh, on that one website that says "Man with Metal Claws Gets in Bar Brawl." Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like, I, I mean, forgot about that. Obviously, there's other characters that have claws and shit in I mean, comic yeah, you, books, could say, like, you, could say that's like, you could say that's Black Panther at that point, but like... Yeah. 
or anybody. Exactly. Like, but that has to be Wolverine. I don't think we'll That's, ever. We're not going to get any follow up on it or anything. But just like it's how, a cool Easter egg. How wild that the first reference we're getting to Wolverine is in She Hulk. Is in She Hulk. Well, I mean, Wolverine's first appearance wasn't an Incredible Hulk book, so. Did Wolverine and She Hulk have a relationship at one point? I'm probably. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look Wolverine, that up. I, I feel like that's a thing. Wolverine got that dog in him. He does have that dog in him. I mean, he, he lays it down with anybody, but. Wolverine, She Hulk. I know that she had one with Star Fox that was not very good. <laughs> yeah. I looked up, I Google searched Wolverine She Hulk relationship. Didn't find much, but. Directly under the first article, it says, People also ask. The first question says, Who did She-Hulk sleep with? <laughs> I'm convinced she's going to sleep with Daredevil. Apparently she had a relationship with a character named Wyatt Wingfoot. Hmm, weird. That's the first result. No, I'm, I'm convinced her and her and Matt are going to sleep together. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Um... Did you watch Jessica Jones? First season. So you saw her and uh, Power Man banging out, yes. right? That's a scene, like, uh, sounds weird saying this, but that's, <laughs> that's a scene that I would like to see again at some point, where it's like, like she, you know, has been banging all these regular people, and then she like... <laughs> but Matt doesn't mm-hmm. have super strength. That, well, that, that's where I agree. That's what I'm saying. That's probably not going to happen with him. Yeah. But, like, she meets someone of equal strength, well, and that, they just like, absolutely like destroy just, a hotel If she's room. just going to sleep with Matt, like, she's not going to know he's Daredevil right away. So, like, he's going to just look like a blind dude to her. No, I think she's the type where she's like, don't take off the mask. <laughs> like, I think, I, I think she's sleeping with Daredevil at that point. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe, man. Like she's been, she's been all with, with all these, like, cucks and simps. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, no, I want to sleep with a superhero. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm enjoying She-Hulk. I think people, again, as, especially as far as, like, Marvel stuff goes lately, like, I'm enjoying this show a lot more than I expected to, uh, just based on how I've felt about a couple of things this year. So, like, this one, I'm liking it. And I mean, so, funnily enough, like we just did our Morbius episode, I think that, based on things I'd heard, I went into She-Hulk, like, with absurdly low expectations. Me too. Like, I really didn't expect much from it. And and once I realized, like, oh no, this show is a joke. Well, not not a joke, but it's like... It doesn't it's take joking, itself seriously. Yeah, it's joking it's on itself. Fun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's playful. I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's no, I'm, I, I'm excited for this week's episode because yeah, I, I, absolutely. Think I at least laugh out loud once or twice yeah. every episode. So, like, no, the yeah. writing is, is good on it. I think yeah, the I jokes know. are funny. I thought it was so funny... When we watched episode three, I want to say it was, when, when Wong had to come into court, yeah. you literally, like, what, we were at the beginning of the episode, and you're like, I love it, man. Wong just shows up and some some stuff. He just shows up, says what he needs to say, and f***s off. And then, like... That literally happens. <laughs> they, they were like... like they accused him of something. He's like, I'm I must have f***ed off. <laughs> 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 oh, no, man. dude, that shit is great. I am afraid we're going to lose Wong at some point in the near future in the MCU, and I'm just going to be You think they're just playing him up to be a, a bad death? I really think they might be. I hate that you even put that in my head, but yeah. I just, I feel like, I don't know where, maybe Secret Wars. Well, since you mentioned the word secret, 
Oh. Do we want to... That was a hard transition. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is actually more of a a rumor thing that I heard recently about Secret Wars. Not about the other secret, but Secret Wars. Apparently, Ryan Coogler is one of the front runners to direct Secret Wars. That could be very interesting. I could be really into that. That could be very, very interesting. That dude, I mean, Black Panther is fantastic. Creed is very good. Black Panther 2 looks beautiful. Let's have to wait and see until Worlds of Wakanda goes before we, you know, let him do something like that. Oh, man. No, I'm I'm (laughs) kidding, but, you know. I I hope you're kidding. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I, I would be down for that. Yeah. I, the, the only reason that upsets me is because I would like to see... Uh, the Russo brothers? Yeah. I don't disagree with you. Um, I actually just rewatched Endgame a couple of days ago with Brandon and Riley, and goddamn, they made a special movie. Yeah, no, my, my whole joke about that was that Worlds of Wakanda looks amazing. Oh, so yeah, I don't think that well, Wakanda really... Forever looks just... Oh, okay. yeah. I keep calling it Worlds of Wakanda because <laughs> that was the original title. I don't think it ever was. It was originally supposed to be a television show called Worlds of Wakanda, and then, unfortunately, Chadwick passed, and it was like, well... No, dude, they were always going to be a Black Panther 2. There was going to be a Black Panther 2, and then there was going to be a TV show called Oh, so then they kind of mixed the two together. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because of what happened. They were like, well, I guess this is now our next movie, and things... I I would imagine whether or not there was a script for that at that point or not. That's kind of... That very quickly became the next thing. No, I gotcha. Um, yeah, but that's one of the things I've heard about Secret Wars. Uh, that was not confirmed at D23. That's just a rumor that popped up. And, like, it seems like they're taking those directors that direct, like, these wildly popular MCU movies and giving them more. I mean, the Russo brothers made, um, Winter Soldier and Civil War before they made Infinity War and Endgame. Yes. So, to now give, uh, Kang Dynasty to, um, the guy that did Shang-Chi... And you're giving um, Matt Shackman, who directed WandaVision, is is doing the Fantastic Four. That's confirmed. I forgot about that, but yeah, that's... Yeah, Feige said that at D23, that Shackman cool. is doing Fantastic Four. Oh, that was just a rumor until D23, right? That was a rumor yeah, until so D23. That's, that's confirmed, that's cool. Yeah, I am all about that. So I was listening to, I, on my drive here, actually, I was listening to a podcast called Listen 3000. Those guys are great. Um, I don't know if I've told you about them. I think I've seen them advertised, honestly. They're great. Like, yeah. Big fan. Highly recommended. They were talking about that. I kind of lost my train of thought there. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> oh, Shackman and uh, WandaVision. So when she, when Monica Rambeau goes to S.W.O.R.D. Okay. They say in that. Forgot S.W.O.R.D. was a thing. Like, right? That's an established. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a thing. Yeah. thing. <laughs> when she goes there to talk to them, or maybe when Wanda goes there, whenever somebody goes there to talk to them. Somebody says that they've lost contact with one of their space crews. Okay. So what if that's just, like, him planting the seeds for Fantastic Four, and now he gets to work on it? Oh, that would be pretty tough. Because they've also said that it's not an origin story. Really? Yeah. That they're picking up with an established team. How the fuck are you going to do that? I don't know. I don't know if I like that or if I dislike that. I'm kind of into it. I think you have to at least spend five minutes. I like, think it might be something that at, toward the middle or end of the movie we finally get a glimpse at. Or maybe they have like PTSD about it and we're getting like something flashbacks like that, from yeah. the movie. Okay. You, uh, all, I'm, <laughs> all, all, all I'm saying is that you have to somehow establish their current presence. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh yeah, they exist. Yeah. Like they have to, there has to be a reason that they now show up on the yeah. scene. Whether it's them coming back finally, mm-hmm. which I would imagine. Even if you don't want to give their backstory, if you're like, oh yeah, we're this team of scientists and we lost contact with this cruiser 
however long ago, and yeah. then this cruiser finally crash lands back and everyone's alive yeah. and they all have powers. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's where you want to start, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, you're going to have to get some Yeah, and I think that's kind of what they mean, but it's going to be much less of them, like, finding their footing on Earth. Like, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of space travel in it and stuff. You're not going to see Miles Teller stretched out over 50 yards, cr- crawling in pain. No. Oh, my God. That was so gross. Yeah, that movie's bad. Although... The CGI on that was fantastic. Yeah, the CGI it on was that skin movie was actually pretty good, yeah. But no, so Shackman is doing Fantastic Four, and that's, I guess, the first thing of our D23 stuff we can talk about. Do we want to start with Marvel, or do we want to kind of just jump around? Well, I mean, I did give you that fantastic fantastic that transition. We should talk too. about Secret Invasion. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that is going to get confusing, is uh, the Secret Invasion versus Secret Wars thing. So, more for no. general general consumer purposes rather than us. I would agree if these things weren't placed, I don't know, what, four years apart? It's like two years, not even. Invasion's coming out. It comes out early 2023, that comes out 2025. It's two years. Two and a half. We'll, we'll give it We'll give it two and a half. <laughs> um, but, so, what I was going to say to start off with mm-hmm. is that we were assuming this at the end of Captain Marvel, but we are now confirmed in the fact that the Samuel Jackson that we have known... Since Iron Man 2? Or 1? 2, technically. The beginning of the MCU has been a scrawl this entire time. That is 100%. A good scrawl. Somebody he's working with. Sure. No, yeah, that's true. But no, confirmed, he's been a scrawl this entire time. Yeah. Um, Because the real Samuel Jackson has the four scratches for the cat. Yes, he does. Which is cool. Yes, he does. That's a very cool little, like, thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that show. <laughs> it's looks... almost it's almost like him getting his new comic outfit the way like yes. the way like superheroes do. Yeah, yeah. He's got the new cooler scar. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that show looks like the trailer very much has the feel of the Winter Soldier to me. Oh my god! Very spy espionage oh like the scene where like I can't remember who was sitting across the table from who because the the the. the, the so one the, character was a new the, character. The human version of Talos, like his. Okay, yeah, it was, ta- it was Talos. It was Talos, which is so weird. So, so are you assuming that's the real person, or that was Talos? That was Talos, probably. So he was sitting in a room of what he thought was like a restaurant. Yeah. And then he like confronts the guy, and he like, gets and up to ev- hit him. Every single person in the room stands, stands up, up and, and turns, turns into, into that. Hard. Dude, that so was hard. so cool. So oh my cool. god. That was that was like the shot of the trailer for me. Yeah, no, personally. I completely personally. agree with you. That was like like when I saw that happen. That was when I hit like the rewind and had to like yeah. I had to watch that moment again. I really think that like I'm glad they're doing Secret Invasion. I think it's such a monumental story, but like I'm I wish it would have been almost like rather than like an episodic series, but like a mini series, like where you get four like hour and a half long episodes or something so it's like that. So it is a series. It right? is a series. It's a Disney Plus series. So, this is trailer one. Yes. They better not show me one goddamn other superhero besides War Machine. I swear, if I see a dead Avenger in one of not those even trailers, that. No, I'm telling you, like, I don't want to know anything any else. other big names that are in this yeah. show. Yeah, no, me neither. Like, even, even if you show me, like, off the top of my head, like, like, like a Thor, or a, a Banner, or, yeah. or a Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. like, I, <laughs> a Paul Rudd, <laughs> I don't want to know that they're even in the show. No, man. Because I, that, that's going to put, that, like, even just showing their faces is going to make me immediately think, like, oh, is it 
the scroll over. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't even want to have to. I don't want to know who else besides Sam. I don't want to be having those debates until I am watching the exactly. Of the show. Until, I don't until that person be... shows up on yeah. camera. Yes, I completely agree with you. Um, I hope they keep the market. They're obviously going to have to market the show, but I hope they keep it really low key. Like, well, so you've obviously read the original comic. Yes, we, I have. We, we talked about I this. love Secret Invasion. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, the the marketing for the comic within the comic, which mm-hmm. I imagine was probably the marketing in the, that yeah. led up to the comic. Yeah, and it was like in other books and stuff. Yeah, like. is is all like. How would you describe it? It's it, all like pr- like old America propaganda. It's propaganda. But with scrolls in it. They, they're very well, co- like really well made. Cool. Yeah, it's it's like it's like old school like er, like sixties seventies like that, American like Russian Amer- propaganda. Amer- America, Americana but it's, but it's like propaganda. but it's like pro immigration. But of scrolls. But of yes, scrolls. Yes, it's very in, in a way where it's, they're it's like that art style. I guess is the best way to put it. Rather than in a way where it's almost like. <laughs> which sounds weird, but, like, we're forcing this immigration upon you. Accept it. That, yeah, pretty much. And that's what scrolls do, is... Which, for sure. But, it, yeah, it's, it's very strange, where it's, like... Especially, like, considering things that have happened in the in the following years since that comic got released, yeah. where it's, like, pro... like Not pro-immigration, but, like, <laughs> that's a hot topic. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like, dude. it was really weird to read that from, like, the modern standpoint. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this is... Obviously meant to be bad propaganda, but I, yeah, it was it was a weird, like weird yeah. context in the future. Yeah, but. no, I really enjoy that book. I I mean, obviously you have to temper your expectations because like every single goddamn superhero is in that comic book. Like I said, man, the show better <laughs> the show better be as horny as the book was. It it can't be. It literally can't be. <laughs> Even if it's all just Samuel Jackson, I'll I'll, I'll accept it. But no. <laughs> Game of Thrones level horny (laughs) on Disney Plus. No, yeah, it looks super good. I'm I'm very excited for it for sure. Um, the only other trailer we got out of Marvel is for their Halloween special, The Werewolf by Night, which looks also fantastic. I I actually just watched that. Yeah, it looks like um, it looks like a '50s like old school like Universal horror monster movie, like uh, episode one. WandaVision. Like, that style of camera work and stuff. But actual horror. And it looks kind of scary, like, for real. Yeah. It looks like it yeah, has, no. like... It, it, it's... I found the uh, trailer interesting because it's the first time, I'm pretty sure ever, that it was uh, preceded by a Marvel Studios special Special presentation. Event. Or, yeah, special presentation. Yeah. yeah. I've never used that for the Halloween. Never seen that before. Guardians holiday special too. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool. Uh, yeah, like you said, looks really scary. What I said to you before we started recording when we just watched the trailer was, I will be so interested to see like like we're only gonna see what Werewolf by Night looks like in that like stylized black and white like weird old style horror. To see him for the first time in like a moon night or fully realized suns yeah, or something, fully realized, super expensive CG version of him in full color, yeah. is gonna be so crazy. <laughs> like, like that almost makes me like I'm excited for the show because of that. Yes, yeah. I, I'll think I think it'll look cool in the show too. The only other thing but, that I don't know if you noticed in the trailer was Man Thing makes a very quick appearance. Really? Yeah. 
I might have to rewatch this afterwards. It's very quick. It's just like a single frame of him. Yeah, no, I didn't. I yeah. didn't recognize that. No, man, so Man Thing will be in it, which is I mean for a Halloween special, is fitting. There's he's really like, not a whole lot to say about it. I'm, he's basically like Swamp Thing minus the green, right? Essentially, yeah. You haven't <laughs> you haven't gotten far enough into Harley yet, and um, in season three to meet Swamp Thing, we find out that he's an ex boyfriend of Ivy. Oh, uh, that actually makes sense. And he's like, uh, he's like a hippie. Basically, he's got a man bun, <laughs> and it's like it's like picture Swamp Thing, but he's got like flowers all over him yeah. too. And he, yeah, he's like he's like accepted the green, and he's just like a funny. super hippie. I'm pretty sure he ends up hooking up with Nora Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. So that's all the trailers Marvel gave us. They did talk about some stuff. They talked about um, the Marvels a little bit. They talked about Captain America four, the New World Order. We also got the Thunderbolts. Oh yeah, that was. Like, what the <laughs> uh, the Thunderbolts. I we talked about this a very little bit before we started recording. Um, well, and there's so a lot what, of memes going around about it right now, which like fair enough. What, I, what are the memes? People are just saying like how much of a joke the lineup is and how. Oh really? People I, are I not. Heard... People are not happy about the lineup. Really? Yeah. I thought the lineup was actually like at face value. I thought the lineup was pretty cool. No, me too. I completely agree. I, I, I guess. I guess we should probably. I like all the characters. It is. Um, Left to right, uh, Valentina, which I'm, I, I find weird. That they put I think her she's in the just. Lineup. I don't think she's in the lineup. You know, I don't really expect her to be doing much action in it's this. It's like it's like putting Amanda Waller in the exactly. Lineup. Like, like yeah, she's important to the team. She needs to be there, but I don't really think that. Again, it's weird to me that she's in the lineup. Yeah, but. Ghost, which is the only one with real powers. For the record, I think is. Of this lineup, the heaviest hitter, and the one that I'm most excited to see more of. Yep, Red Guardian. Which is, yeah, again, cool. Yelena Belova will be leading the team. Is she confirmed to have any sort of serum in her at this point? Nope, she has none. Are we sure about that? And she has Black Widow training, that's it. But, like, did they not confirm in that movie that, like, the newer versions of Widows had... I don't think so. Like, a minor serum or anything? I don't remember that. Really? No. I thought that it was implied that even Scarlet had, like, a it's just, minor... It's only enhancements just because of their training and stuff, because, like, they're indoctrination. See, I thought that at some point it was implied that... Remember how in uh, um, Age of Ultron she gets, like, her uh, uh, uterus removed or whatever? Yeah. I thought that at some point later on they implied that a part of that was also getting, like, a minor serum. Not really. Okay. That, that's not how it came off to me, anyway. I'm gonna, like, headcan that for myself, because that's okay. the only way that I can picture her or Yelena surviving half the ship they're gonna... Yeah, that's fair enough. But I think Yelena leading the team makes sense. I don't really see any of these other people leading. John Walker's gonna be, like, the beta the whole time. He's, like, trying real hard to, but... Yeah, no, I, I do like her as the leader of the team. Yeah. I, I think she'll be... <sighs> she'll either be a reluctant leader, or she will be... Trying to lead and failing at it until she, like, finally, like, figures out how to do it. I feel like it'll be reluctant for a little while, and then she'll just get good at it. She very much reminds me of, like, the Sarah Lance of that group. I guess you didn't watch too much Legends, but, like, Sarah, after, I want to say after season one, becomes the captain of the group. Gotcha. And, yeah, she's very similar, where she's, Mm -hmm. like, a trained assassin, blonde. And then Bucky Barnes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Blonde. Blonde. 
Uh, Bucky Barnes is one of our people in Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'll be one of the people that's there really much, like, against his will. Like, he's not going to be interested in being there. So, like, is he volunteering? Like, he is by far the mo- most mentally stable... Of the group. Of the group, which is tough to not say. Not saying a whole lot. Yeah, but, well, I mean, at this point, he definitely is. Like, he's... Yeah. I would say at this point he is mentally stable. Yeah, it's it. Compared to literally everyone else on yeah. that freaking roster. Uh, John Walker. Speaking of unstable. Right. And Taskmaster. I thought they died. Nope. Taskmaster went with the Widows and Red Guardian at the end of the movie. Okay. Okay. I. I can't remember if I've said it on on tape or not, but, like, I was slightly disappointed with Taskmaster in that movie. I was mildly, just more in the use of, the or the lack of use in the character by the end of the movie. Like, I, I'm not upset that they gender-bent the character. No. But, like, their presence as a badass was not shown to me. It wasn't enough. No. Like, like, like oh, yeah, they copied the moves, sure, yeah. but, like, they weren't... Like, they, they, sh- they should be, like, Deathstroke-level badass. I, I agree with you. I think that is kind of what that character's trying to go for. Which, <laughs> which funnily enough, I think they will either they will either lean into it in Thunderbolts, or they will make it a joke in Thunderbolts. Yeah. I can see yeah. either one, where they, they, like, act super badass, mm-hmm. but no one actually treats them like they are. Yeah. Or they will actually show themselves to be as badass as mm-hmm. they could be. But no, I Honestly, think... Honestly, I'd be fine with either, but... Um, I think this lineup is either not our full lineup, or parts of it are fake. You, I was gonna say, you, you said this to me before we started recording, and I told you to shut your mouth and yeah. wait until we were recording, because so, I didn't even consider that until you said it. One of the things that Feige said about it is that there are members of the Thunderbolts who we have not seen yet. Meaning, in that goddamn picture you just showed me, or meaning on camera On ever, camera, Ever. ever. Ugh. Well, we know that we haven't seen. What is it, Frogman? Frogman. We haven't, seen, we haven't seen Frogman yet. I don't talk about Frogman. <laughs> <laughs> um, My thought for like, She-Hulk is if I mean I think Blonsky is an obvious pick for the Thunderbolts, especially now that there might not be a Red Hulk with uh, yeah. that actor dying. Yeah, they could just as easily make somebody else the, like that character. Blah blah blah, but. Well, okay, so I want to know your answer to what I'm about to ask you, but first I want to say... Yeah. If we're assuming that by that, that he means that we haven't seen in that picture that you just showed me... Yeah. I think Abomination is a huge pick. hmm I think... Um, Titania. Titania could be a pick. I think... I, I mean, how is Zemo not in that goddamn picture? That's what I'm saying, dude. Zemo is definitely in this fucking movie. Um... What if he's the bad guy, though? I've heard that. Oh, I mean, I thought that uh, dude from... Oh, no, I guess he died. Never mind. I heard rumored that um, the dude in the Shinobi mask from Shang-Chi was going to be on that mm, list, but yeah. I, I forgot that he died. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. What about... Like, who else is still alive? Justin Hammer. Hammer's still alive. You know who would have been excellent had they not ripped him into the Morbverse? Vulture. Vulture would have been fantastic. Oh, God. I know that there's more that are still alive besides what we've just mentioned so far. That's really... There's not very many more. They do like to kill a lot of their villains. Yes, they do. 
But other than that, Hawkeye, I think, has rotated into the Thunderbolts before. I don't see that happening, though. No, me, me neither, necessarily. Um, um, but I do think there are some people that are going to be in this movie that they just haven't announced yet. I think that this will be the first Marvel big screen appearance of John Berthenol's Punisher. Oh, that's a, that's a very, I won't say hot take, because it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that would be a very big reveal, for sure. And then, so, 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 hold on. So, are you telling me that you don't think that the list of six that we have right here, that some of the people on that list aren't actually going to be in the show? Or do you think that it's going to be a much more expanded list? Than much more expanded. Six? Okay. And I, I, I do find it very weird that... I mean, four, which in, in my so in, three, in my opinion, three it, of those characters are Captain America knockoffs. I was gonna say, in my opinion, if we're considering Black Widow, Yelena, yeah. to also have a little bit of serum in her, that's one, two, three, four Captain America uh, knockoffs, knockoffs, and Taskmaster, who is maybe a half step above that. Yeah, exactly. Like Ghost is the heaviest hitter on that team by Absolutely. far, and that's why I don't believe this is our full lineup. We could also get a Baron Mordo in this group. I would have to get a very heavy explanation as to how anyone captured him and arrested him. Maybe maybe not captured or arrested, maybe just struck a deal. Sure. Because not all of these people, almost none of them are actually prisoners. Uh, Almost none of them. I mean, I'm going to say Guardian probably got arrested somehow. I probably. That's not that hard to... Ghost is, at the very least, in confinement somewhere. And then um, John Contessa, Walker. Contessa... So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to scale that back, actually. Yeah. Contessa, I'm going to say the, the five. Yeah. This is a team of five. She is not on that no. team, by any means. Um, unless we're going to get surprised somehow. No, it's six. Ghost, Guardian, Elena, Bucky, Oh, no, John, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Taskmaster. Um... Bucky is the second heaviest hitter, I guess. Yeah. 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 Who? I would say him or Taskmaster. I don't know about that. I think I think it'd be a pretty fair fight I if those don't two know fought. About that. By process of elimination, Bucky beats Red Guardian. Bucky beats John Walker. John Walker. Bucky beats Elena. The three of them are bodying Taskmaster. Well, they did in the movie. Sort not, of. Not, I mean, not... Not really. Not, not Walker, but... Eh. Her, I guess. I it's it's going to take me a minute to, to, to adjust to the fact that Taskmaster is not a man. <laughs> just because of all the other... Everything else, in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other character... This is my long-shot character. Deadpool. Um, I would like that. But, like... That would fit. So, let's just say that this is fake. You're telling me they can't just superimpose Deadpool there? Oh, they could superimpose quite a few people there. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, look at how... Like, that could be a squad of 12. Well, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, ta- I'm talking about this character model specifically. Could very easily be turned into Deadpool. Just change Guardian himself into Deadpool? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's a little wider than Deadpool would be, I think, but... See, I think he looks smaller than he was in the movie. Oh, really? I mean, I mean he's, like, he's, he's twice the size of either of them. He's taller than them, yeah, but like he's not as like, no, fat he's wider. or as he's big. Wider. He's wider than both of them. She's turned to her side. Look at her! Look at her! Get, he, takes a, he takes he's up a space. Su- he's a super soldier. He's a badass! 
Which is fine. But he, yeah, I'm just he, saying, this is, again, this is all theoretical. This is if I thought that this was fake. I don't think this is fake. I think this is absolutely the lineup for that movie. You just think that it's... I think it, that it's, it's not uh, the whole lineup. choked or... Um, Possibly. Yeah. Which, yeah, again, I don't disagree with. I definitely think Abomination's on that list, mm-hmm. and then anything else is speculative, yeah. I guess, but... Then, again, whenever we get the trailer, do not show us anything more than the list you've already showed us. If you're going to include other people, I'd be fine not knowing that. Yeah. No, other than that, they talk. I mean, they talked about all the shows. Like, um, they talked about Echo, and Vincent D'Onofrio was there. Yeah. And then he stayed on stage for the Daredevil Born Again thing with Charlie Cox. So those two were both there talking about the show. I remember, I can't remember if I already said this or not. I don't think I did. I saw a uh, Daredevil quote where he said that Charlie Cox said that he thinks that Daredevil is like an imperative part of the Avengers going mm-hmm. forward or something like that. Well, he is, uh, Kevin Feige said for their street level characters that it is their street level heroes right now are Miss Marvel, Spider Man, and Char- and Daredevil. I, I agree with you, but no, I'm saying like someone, In the some, Avengers, someone yeah. asked him like, "What do you think Daredevil's place in the Avengers is going forward?" And his response was something along the lines of. I think that Daredevil holds a very important part in the Avengers going that forward. That makes me excited. I which want is, to which see him sick. a lot. Which is sick. And we're going to see him a lot. I mean, he's going to be in She-Hulk, he's going to be in Echo, and then he has an 18-episode series coming out all before the next Avengers flick. Well, on the opposite side of things, yeah. I also heard a quote from him where he said that this new show of his... It's a soft reboot. It's not season four of Daredevil. It's a new show. But it's a soft reboot, so everything is still going to have happened to that character. I'll be curious to see. No, I'm almost guaranteeing that. It'll be a bold move regardless. Yeah, regardless I don't... I, it's, not, the, it's not going to be a hard they, reboot. Whether they wipe everything or they whether they incorporate most things, I think that it's kind of a bold move. But it's not really... A, it, a soft reboot doesn't have to be that big of a stretch. It's been, what, seven years since this character has been fleshed out story-wise? No, I agree. I, I, I'm saying that I think like a, even a, even the soft reboot where they incorporate yeah. most things, I think that in it, in of itself is a bold move because it hasn't been done before. Def, yeah, I guess Marvel really hasn't done that before. Um, but I feel like that's how the Netflix people are going to go. So that way uh, their series oh, are still oh, acknowledged. Oh, you mean like the Netflix characters? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, the Netflix characters. I was, I was like, when you said the, the Netflix people, I was like, what are they going to do? The, 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 the Defenders <laughs> The people characters. at Netflix? <laughs> the people at Netflix? Yeah, the, 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 the like, Defenders <sighs> characters are going to go like that. They'll kind of get like yeah, a soft I won't, I won't be upset reboot. about that. Um, they talked about... That was where they announced Matt Shackman would do um, Fantastic Four. They didn't really talk about anything else. They didn't announce anything new that we didn't know, which I think... There was a lot of rumors going around about, like, oh, the Fantastic Forecasting, this and that, and they didn't do any of that. I'm not upset by it. Like, it doesn't bug me. I mean, it was always just rumors. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I think that, especially after Comic-Con, it was really easy to let yourself get, like, overhyped for what they might do, because they pulled out some shit at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, for sure. I so think, when they're I think at D twenty three in their own house, you think like, oh shit, this is this is where we're gonna see something. And I wouldn't say it was underwhelming. No, by any means, especially considering how much we got at Comic Con. Yeah. Um, but it was it was like it was just enough. Yeah, just enough. Yeah, and it was a little just a little bit more updates on stuff. They talked about Captain America four, and that the leader is gonna be the villain, which I think is a really cool choice. 
Oh, yeah. I forgot you told me that earlier. Yeah. yeah. That'll be interesting. I wonder mm-hmm. how much of a role Bucky's going to play in that movie, if at all. Especially because the Thunderbolts comes out directly after that. Oh, I didn't realize that, uh, that that was the case. Yeah. It comes out directly after that and ends Phase 5. Thunderbolts ends Phase 5? Thunderbolts ends Phase 5. Interesting. And the Fantastic Four starts Phase 6. So very well, so, different so you starting know what? ending points. Now that I think about it, because remember we were saying, like, why would Bucky be on that team? Yeah. Maybe whatever happens in uh, in Captain America oh, puts, shit. puts Bucky in a position where he... He has no choice. ...ends up but having the, to go into the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Oh, man. Because, like, right now I would say that he's... He's in pretty good public more, standing. Yeah, more like or less like good standing. Completely rehabilitated. People have seen him be a hero multiple times. Helped take down Focap. And, and help with, fight Thanos with the help like, of Sam. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like people think that he's a good guy. So yeah. like, New World Order. Something well, might happen. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. No, I'm I'm very excited for another Captain America flick, especially because everybody that's talked about it said that it's very much a Winter Soldier vibe. Like it's very s- serious and spy I'm, I'm excited. thriller. I'm excited to get back to that. Like, yeah, less. I'm not even going to say whatever I was about to say. More, <laughs> more Winter soldier E. Just in, even more, in, like, in tone. like, stylized, like, that way, so that they're kind of, like, the color palettes are all a little lower. The movie's very serious, very fast. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I, I even heard people prior to its release saying, like, oh, Black Widow's very Winter soldier and it's like, not really. It's pushing that tone a little bit, but not quite. Yeah, it was a little more fantastical than... A little bit, yeah. Yeah. With the floating factory in the sky, yeah. manufacture yeah. people that yeah. Which I mean, I guess in Winter Soldier they took out those little, like, <laughs> giant cells. But like even, I couldn't even tell you why it was more believable, but it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason. Well, it's because like Shield is involved, and we know how much. Well, money and they and helicarriers were an established thing. Yeah. And it's like oh, there's this giant floating factory. <laughs> but whatever. Um. Yeah, I think that's everything Marvel that I have to talk about anyway. That happened at D23. Do we want to lightly touch on Star Wars and then call it a night? Yeah, probably, yeah. There's okay. not a whole lot else to talk about. But Star Wars had a pretty big time they talked about. Um, so the one thing that is kind of sucks about all of it is that they announced the they announced the Bad Batch date, and that's not until 2023. Oof. Yeah. How early? Late? Early. It's like January 2023. But oh, that's not that far away. Yeah, but originally it was supposed to come out like early, like this year, like September. And that's fine, but I know that Andor comes out later this month. Yeah, so, so I'm like, not upset by it. I've got I'm Star excited Wars. for Andor. Yeah, I've got Star Wars coming. And then right after Andor is the animated show called Tales of the Jedi. Did you watch that trailer? Yeah, which, so, so I don't know if you gathered this from the trailer because I did not. And yes. I, I only read it later. Mm-hmm. I was under the assumption that it was six separate no stories. It is three it is, for two characters. Yeah, it is three stories apiece, or three episodes apiece for Ahsoka and Dooku. Yes, which is crazy. Yeah, that makes I me so much more interested. In that and hoping that they do this for a lot of characters now. I agree. I my thought on that is if they're gonna do that, and I mean obviously the Ahsoka show is coming out. Yeah, but that makes me think. You know, if you're gonna hype up Dooku a little bit. Maybe we'll get, like, a live-action show more in, like, that era? Ooh. Well, that... So, that Acolyte TV show that is... It's one of the things that got announced a couple of years ago, and it's still I, I very remember, much in pre-production. I remember the title. So, the Acolyte is set before The Phantom Menace. And is about... 
Sith Lords. So, like, but, like, even then... Possibly Plagueis, something in that realm. Okay. I was going to say, at that point, even though Dooku... It is female-led, so I don't know what characters specifically, but... Dooku wouldn't be, like... He could fit in that. As, like, a child? Like, would he be... He's not that much younger than Palpatine. No, no, yeah, I know, but... I don't know. I think that show... I mean, what I'm saying is that show could end toward the beginning of Dooku's, like, fall. I was going to say, based on what you described, I kind of pictured that show being... Like, much earlier. Than It'll be uh, quite a bit earlier from the sound of it, but that could end up eventually having Dooku in it somewhere. Which would be cool. Yeah, I would, I'd would. i be into that, though. Um, but I'm super into the idea of that show. Like, oof, oof. Woof. Or, or that show is just actually about Dooku this whole time. That would be crazy, but just based on the people they cast, I don't see that. Okay. But I, I don't know any of the casting. Yeah, but. well, it, it's not that, not that big a deal. Um... But, so they did that, that was the first trailer they showed, and then they showed the Mando Season 3 trailer, which looks looks so good, dude. Oh, I can't wait for that show. It shows, like, a bunch of more Mandalorians now, like, there's not just gonna be, you know, Mando and Bo-Katan. That shot of the drop squad out of the fighter plane was so cool. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Bo-Katan. A lot of Bo-Katan. We get a little glimpse of what we believe is Mandalore. It's gotta be, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it has to be. Because the whole plot is that he's going back to Mandalore. Yeah. And I understand now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I think that it justifies it being in the middle of the Boba Fett show. Yeah. But, like, I understand now why they did all that preamble leading into Mando Season mm-hmm. 3. Because, like, now he's got a ship. Him yeah. and Grogu are back together. There's, like, a little bit more established going into Season 3 where they can yeah. just kind of jump off the boat into that. Instead yeah. of having to spend the time on, like an episode or so having mm-hmm. to deal with all that stuff. Yeah, so they showed that. I'm, again, just always hyped for Mando. I think that's one of the most well-executed Star Wars projects that we've had in a long time. Oh, yeah. Not even my favorite, necessarily. Like, Obi-Wan has been my favorite one so far. But Mando is just so good. And every time I go and rewatch, I'm like, yeah, shit, this is, this is still really good. Oh, the first season's... Some of, the, some of the best Star Wars that we've ever gotten, for sure. Uh, the finale of season two is, like, mind-boggling. Like, I love that shit so much. The finale was... Luke. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, some of my favorite Yeah, that was some, some wild shit. Um, they talked about the Ahsoka show a little bit. They showed everybody this picture. What is this picture? Do you remember from the end of Rebels when she's at that place where there's, like, the painting of the ghost crew? Yeah. That's a live-action shot of that. Oh, that's live-action? That's live-action. Oh, that's sick, so... Yeah, so that's Sabine looking at... (laughs) Damn, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, there's a high probability we could see... The entire group. The entire crew, minus... Kanan. He he would be dead at this point? Yes. Okay. Because the Ahsoka show is set during the Mando period. Okay. That's wild. Yeah. That's some crazy shit right there. Yeah. Oh, man. That's uh, that's not the same place they would have been when Ezra, like, saw the painting in mm-hmm. Rebel... No, right, a different place? Okay. No, because that was a painting of the father, the son, and the daughter. Yes. Okay. okay. Which I would also love them to tie back into anything. That shit was some of my favorite stuff. Um, They talked about that show Skeleton Crew, and apparently showed, like, some behind-the-scenes... Looks at that. I saw a couple YouTube videos about that that I did not watch. 
because it didn't appear that there was any sort of actual there isn't, or anything. There isn't anything just, for us to see. Yeah. There was just like behind the scenes pictures that they showed while they talked about it. Gotcha. Um, Star Wars didn't do a whole lot. They didn't announce any movies or anything, which I didn't expect them to. I was more. I was hoping for more trailers than anything. I mean, the Andor trailer does look good. The Andor trailer looks fantastic, dude. That show looks good. I'm very excited to start it in a couple weeks. It looks like we're getting a lot more in-depth into things that I did not expect, as far as, like, him yeah. infiltrating into, I don't know, what would you, like, it looked like he was on Camino at one point, like... I don't, it can't be Camino. I guess you're right. Based yeah, that, 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 that would have been prequel stuff, but... Yeah, no, it looked like he was on, like, a clone ba- base or something. Yeah, yeah, or it does. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, it looks, it looks really good. Everything they've been putting out, I've enjoyed, TV-wise and movie-wise. I like all of it. You guys probably know that I love everything Star Wars. I'm very unapologetic about that one. I mean, we saw a lot of um, Saw and actually quite a bit of Mon Mothra, it looked like, too. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm very curious to see more about whatever's going on there. Yeah, it looks like they're going to be running, like, a couple storylines for different characters in the yeah, show. Yeah, I agree. Um, which always work. I think that works really well for Star Wars. Little Games of Thronesy. A little bit, yeah. I think that that's how any Star Wars book I've read always runs like that. So it works perfect for me for the TV shows to do it in that format. I'm glad that it's longer than six episodes. I'm so tired of that shit. How long is it? Twelve. Oh, wow. I did yeah. not realize that. That's... 10 or 12, I guess. Either way, it's not 6. E- either way, that's a lot more than we've gotten. And I'm so excited for it not to be 6 episodes. I'm so tired of that. Yeah. No, that's that's really cool. I did not realize that. And based on the trailer, the budget's not lacking because of it no. by any means. No. That one shot of the, the TIE fighter coming in with all the wild shit going on in the background. That one of the other things crazy. is they shot the majority of that show on location. That is pretty wild. He said that the one director said that he feels that he doesn't love using green screen or like the the audio thing that John Favreau used for Mando for Star Wars. He said that he feels that it takes away from it, so they shot a bunch on location. Interesting. I don't feel exactly the same way, but I like that he's doing that. I love shit that's shot on location because you can tell. I mean, it looks good. Yeah, it I'm looks fantastic. I'm not gonna fantastic. take that away from him. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's really about it. Star yeah, so Wars I, I, was. I don't know what else I have in me. The only other, the only other thing that happened is like the games panel, which was honestly kind of a letdown. Half of them were fucking mobile games that I'm never gonna touch. I did see the uh, Black Panther. It's untitled. Black Panther, Captain America, Winter or World War Two game. Yeah. Oh, it's a World War Two. It's set in World War Two. Yeah, Captain Cap's like nineteen or twenty in that in that game. That's weird. And it'd be Black Panther's probably grandfather. Oh, so it's not T'Challa. I don't think it's T'Challa. No. Okay, okay. Either way, though, that would be super interesting to see how how Black Panther and Wakanda interact with, with Captain America in the middle of World War Two. Yeah, yeah. That'll be, yeah. That'll be very interesting. For sure. I was hoping they would talk a little bit more about um, the sequel to Fallen Order, the Jedi Jedi Fallen Order. Oh yeah. But they didn't. Oh, um, and well, that game's supposed to come out like sometime next spring I mean that's all on EA well yeah but still it still would have been probably shown at this did you hear about the the new Assassin's Creed game at all? Yeah, a little bit I saw the videos you sent to us I watched them like yeah, they look good I just I fell off of Assassin's Creed so not I know Valhalla is fantastic obviously. and I really liked Odyssey I've obviously 
you know, jerk that game off enough. <laughs> but no, so the new one, what it looks like is it's going to be like, um, like you have your hub or whatever, and then there's the different campaigns that you can do all at the same time. So like on release, there's going to be four different campaigns, mm-hmm. it looks like. Um, one of them's going to be Feudal Japan, mm-hmm. one's Ancient China, Yeah. one is ancient german witch trials or something and yeah, then, yeah and then another one's ancient baghdad yeah i saw that and they all look f-ing really cool really cool the yeah. feudal japan is one that people have been wanting for forever which i am also very excited for but also ancient china sounds really 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 cool, cool. absolutely yeah um it's late boys yeah. and girls and i think i am about uh that's all I got to say. Yeah, that's all I got to say. We do have to watch Cobra Kai season yes. five. That just came out. That's definitely going to be a conversation on the next episode because we're literally about to go watch that <laughs> right now. And if it goes anything like watching the previous seasons, we'll have it done fast. It's already, uh, what, it's 3 a.m. right now. If we don't finish the season tonight, I'll be surprised. Oh my god, get lost! I'm so tired. Yeah, no, we'll probably get a few done tonight, but we'll, we'll within the next couple of days. I gotta for go sure. to class tomorrow. I have to drive you there. Yeah. So, Oof. it's time to wrap this up. Yes. Um, but if there's anything that we missed that you wanted to hear us talk about from the D23 convention, let us know on Instagram, which is at mostly underscore nerdy underscore nonsense, or on Twitter at nonsense nerds, and we will talk about it. If you had any thoughts about Morbius last week, we'll probably have seen them by now, and we'll talk about next week because we recorded these back to back like we said so. yeah a little behind the curtain we're recording back to back so if you had thoughts on Morbius as well we will try to go over those next time as well uh, but that's that's all I got so this has been Mostly Nerdy Nonsense I am Zane and I'm Jim that's it that's all I got I'll D23 see you later <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's-